Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of U News, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is April 3rd. Here are today's top stories. There are now more than 1 million cases of COVID-19 worldwide, but experts fear that testing issues and the presence of asymptomatic cases could mean the number is actually much higher. Here in the U.S., there are now more than 245,000 confirmed cases, and at least 6,000 people have died. In New York, the nation's ground zero of the epidemic, Governor Andrew Cuomo is warning the state could run out of life-saving ventilators in less than a week. At the current burn rate, we have about six days uh, of ventilators in our stockpile, meaning if the rate of usage, the rate of people coming into hospitals who need ventilators, if that rate continues, in our stockpile we have about six days. Meanwhile, President Trump maintains a nationwide stay-at-home order isn't necessary. The nation's top infectious disease expert, however, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says all states should already have such orders in place. If you look at what's going on in this country, I just don't understand why we're not doing that. We really should be. In New York City and Los Angeles, if you must go outside, it's highly encouraged to keep your face covered. The CDC will soon release national guidelines on wearing face masks, but President Trump says they will not be required. Across America, health officials fear new hotspots could emerge in states like Georgia, Texas and Florida, which were slow to mandate social distancing guidelines. All this is taking place as new numbers reveal the U.S. economy lost 700,000 jobs during the month of March, according to a new report by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Most of the job losses came from restaurants and bars, followed by retailers and healthcare, as routine visits to dentists and physicians' offices also fell. Meanwhile, the unemployment rate rose to 4.4% in March. It's the largest single-month jump in the jobless rate in 45 years. One positive note, though, most of the job losses are believed to be temporary, and experts expect a rebound once the country can return to normal activity. But it could be several months before the employment numbers rebound. The Department of Defense is on a grim mission. Officials are collecting 100,000 body bags for victims of the coronavirus pandemic. According to a member of the DOD, roughly half of the pouches are already on hand and the other 50,000 will be procured from existing supplies. This comes days after President Trump warned the next two weeks will likely see more cases and deaths. New York State has the most deaths in the nation and the New York City Office of the Chief Medical Examiner has deployed dozens of refrigerated trucks near hospitals throughout the region to serve as temporary morgues. The New England Patriots have delivered on their promise to provide for some desperately needed medical gear. Thursday night, the Patriots team plane brought more than a million N95 masks from China. Patriots owner Robert Kraft offered one of the team's planes to pick the equipment up and bring it back to Massachusetts. But Kraft said the operation wasn't as easy as it sounds. This probably was the most challenging uh, operation our organization and team ever had to do. It was 
There was a lot of red tape, but a lot of people cooperated. This is the greatest country in the world. It's time for us to rally together and solve these kinds of issues. A second shipment of another half million N95 masks is scheduled to arrive as early as next week. Jeff Bezos is also lending a helping hand. The CEO of Amazon announced he's donating $100 million to feed the hungry during the COVID-19 pandemic. The funds are going to Feeding America, which gives money to food banks across the U.S. This is the biggest single donation the nonprofit has ever received. Feeding America released a statement saying Bezos' gift will allow the group to provide food to millions. But despite the act of generosity, Bezos is drawing criticism from some who say he hasn't been protecting his own workers well enough from the coronavirus outbreak. Dozens of activists in Connecticut rallied for Immigration and Customs Enforcement to release detainees who are considered particularly vulnerable in light of the coronavirus pandemic. They should be free. They should be at home and they should be like a, in a safe place, you know. But being in a place where like they hold in like 50 people in, the, in a single room, that's not the safest situation to be, especially when they are asking people to keep this, the, the social distance. But this rally wasn't a conventional one, as participants joined in vehicles because of social distancing protocols. Dozens of cars circled the federal building for about an hour, honking their horns with signs taped to their cars. This comes just days after a lawsuit was filed by immigrants' rights activists. This suit seeks to secure the release of immigrants on humanitarian grounds because they are at risk of COVID-19 infection, illness, and even death. And now a look around the world. Peru is adopting a gender-based measure to curb the spread of coronavirus starting Friday. President Martin Vizcarra announced the measure on Thursday, declaring men will be able to leave their homes for essentials on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, while women will be able to do so on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. On Sundays, everyone will be on lockdown. Vizcarra explained the gender-based quarantine simplifies detection of those violating the preventive measures. Peru is not the first Latin American nation to implement this model. Panama began restricting movement by gender on Wednesday for reasons similar to Peru's. And in Ecuador, the number of coronavirus cases and deaths has substantially grown in recent days. Authorities are now admitting that the health and funeral-related systems have collapsed. The epicenter of the country's pandemic is in the coastal city of Guayaquil, where dead bodies have been abandoned in the streets and at homes as people desperately wait for their loved ones to be picked up. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Until then.